Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. My name is Dan Oliverio, I'm an author, public speaker, and chubby chaser. And today, I feel cool. We're in our new recording space. <laughs> and it's... For now. It's cool. I like cool. <laughs> Dan, they, they walked in, and Dan's in shorts and a t-shirt, and he's like, oh, it's perfect. And Don walks in, and a, a pullover flannel thing is like, oh my God, give me a blanket. <laughs> As I said, I am literally perfect. buried under flannel right now. <laughs> I'm Trevor Kizan. I'm a super chub, and I'm, I'm a little chilly. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's February. It's perfect. It's, it's goddamn perfect. <laughs> it's February. It's chilly. Maybe you have your pink scarf. It's Valentine's Day. We, we buried the lead. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Day everybody. Maybe you got your scarf and your sweater and your uh, mittens, and you have some Valentines in your <laughs> your mittened hands. God, you really are from way. Chicago. I, growing up in Southern California, there is no such thing as Valentine's Day with mittens. Yeah. I mean, it's 87, 87, 70, it's 80 degrees out now. It yeah. will be 87 degrees later. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not in here though. Hi, my name is Michael. I am a chaser. And today I'm here to take the pressure off of Valentine's Day for you. Have, have a fun day. Do whatever it's you easy. want today. You don't have to feel like you need to be on a date, but if you are on a date, I hope you have a very good day today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being our Valentine's today, dear listener. This is Don Marshall. I'm a big chubby guy here in sunny Hollywood and Today, I, I'm joining uh, Trevor on the chilly couch. We're on the mm-hmm. chilly side of things. Perfect. But you know what? It is, this is the ideal studio that Michael has finally found us. Like, we have security barriers out front to keep <laughs> yeah. us safe. Mm-hmm. That's true. The, the sound barriers on the walls are actually quite attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen them in these patterns before. I yeah. really like this. Yeah. They, uh, it, it's called um, Sound Recording Chic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're, I, I actually, I might get, he, he's kidding, but um, we're just in my new apartment. Uh, yeah, I moved everybody. <laughs> I moved just across town. Um, Stop looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> different address. You'll never find me. I might, I might put up, they make, I think Trevor, you're talking about this. Yeah. They make like, like nice looking, like kind of artistic styled uh, sound padding. And I, I might actually get that. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's not a bad idea. Cause Don being the the one of the four of us who projects the most, mm-hmm. um, he has also the most space in front of him to bounce his voice back. Oh. And I'm already hearing it. It's fine. We'll be fine. But I might, <laughs> I might act on that. I, I didn't know I was the biggest projector of all of us. Uh, of the three of us, it's you and Dan, yeah. um, mostly you. All right, we're going to have me. a projection off. <laughs> but wait till my allergies get cured. Boy, I can project I'll be. anything louder than you can. I can project anything louder oh, than boy. you. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, Wait, welcome so- to the episode, everybody. It's kind of a weird vibe, but <laughs> we're going in we're, anyway. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I as an update, uh, baking update. Oh yes. So right. I made the 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 milk bar birthday cake. Yes. Which, oh my god. I get to try. Biggest it. pain. <laughs> um, a lot of technique. I'm I'm like focusing on the technique and the chemistry I learned uh-huh. because they uh, their recipe is emulating box cake mix. Okay. Can yeah. I just say why, why would you would want you? to emulate? Thank you. Thank you. Now I'll stop. <laughs> I um, I kind of get it. I get it, but I don't. But That's, it's like making your own Doritos. You know they sell those. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And if you watch uh, Binging with Babish, a lot of times he'll make something like Ritz crackers, where he's mm-hmm. like, "These are fine. Just buy Ritz. They're better. <laughs> they they've perfected the art. You're like, not buying real food anyway. So my anyway. My original cake did not turn out. Womp womp. Oh no! It is a chemistry issue. I don't know exactly what. I think it's just um, I was trying to do a graham cracker cake. Okay. Um. So the original recipe was like a family friends recipe. 
It was all graham cracker crumbs and it was really dense. In, I found, in the cake? Yes. Like, okay, interesting. Uh, I found similar recipes where it was like a three parts graham cracker crumb, one part flour. So I went up equal parts graham cracker crumbs and flour. I, I think the important thing is what it looked like at the end, which is imagine a, imagine a beautiful six inch cake round, like a big six inch cake round disc where the center touches the bottom and oh, the wow. edges are fully formed. So huh. you could oh, basically put, interesting. you could basically fill it with frosting and not increase the height. <laughs> oh, wow. You could fill it with two inches of frosting and not increase the height. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> we thought maybe it was, was it the egg content? Was it the gluten content of the flour? Because yeah. originally you did it with cake flour and then I suggested AP flour. Anyway, but it's it's a delicious, delicious crumb. Like yes. I would eat that cake with a, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, no, nothing. it's delicious. It just does not work in this. It's kind of like if you've, if you've ever had a butter cake, but imagine that with a graham cracker taste. Okay. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Great. It's amazing. Doesn't need a thing. Yeah. That, t- that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, it's Valentine's Day. Maybe you you don't have a sunken cake. Maybe you have a box of chocolates. Uh, one of those. <laughs> I had to get one out of the way early. <laughs> it's a bit. You have a giant. It's the size of a coffee table box of chocolates. And you're going to work your way through as we read some listener mail and answer some questions about love yeah. and romance and Thank you, sex. everybody. Yes. Um, sending in lots of great questions. We got some- We got a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions. We got some hard, tough ones, some short mm. and easy ones, some mm-hmm. fun ones, mm-hmm. some, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. So I think we should get started. Uh, who wants to go first? Who's who's starting us off? Uh, so I think this first one's uh, a nice, light, and easy way to get into it. Yeah. Uh, what are some fun stay-at-home Valentine's Day activities? Yeah. I think there's a lot of fun you can have here. Now- Presumably, this is like something you could do with a date or a partner, like not yeah. necessarily yeah. by yourself. Valentine's activities. Oh, I, I know what the stay-at-home uh, <laughs> solo <laughs> Valentine's Day oh, activity is. <laughs> um, well, I can start us off here. Just I, I've never done this before, but it sounds really, really fun. So my my younger sister and brother-in-law, who I lived with up until very recently. They have a Valentine's Day tradition because they both love to cook and bake where they make um, they they make a meal, uh, but they choose a cuisine and then surprise each other with different dishes from that cuisine. Basically cooking the meal sort of in semi secret and preparing it and then and plating it and saying like, okay, this is a first course and it's a surprise for the other person. And then the other person says, okay, here's a second course and whatever. You got some complicated relatives. That's well, cooking and baking in my family is a pretty big deal. So like, what's the Christmas tale where it's like they, the couple, the the gift of the magi. magi. Yeah. I'm imagining like a cooking, what would the cooking version of that would be? So like, I'm imagining a Valentine's, Gift of the Magi with this <laughs> cooking in secret thing. You work on that, baby. You work on that. I just, I like it because, I mean, in their case, it works because they both love food and like, mm-hmm. that's the I'm, point. I'm, but how do you prepare a meal in secret in the same kitchen is what I'm trying to get at. Um, I mean, I think it's just like the honor system. Like, yeah. okay, I'm working over here. Like, don't look, don't you know, peek. it's like, yeah. I, I think the fun of I it is being I think that's part of the fun. Yeah. Like, no shout yeah. what's going on here. Yeah, like you, you. It's it's not like one of them's going to win if they get to the finish line yes. first, and the other one hasn't guessed what they're making. Yeah, no, Trevor it's, always wins Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just liked it because it has an element of surprise to it, no, and I, I think it, yeah. a lot of great, fu- like something fun that you can do with a partner, or a date, or whatever is 
you know, a safe surprise. Like uh, if you know that it's generally something they're going to be into, you know, taking a chance, creating something, going out on a limb and having like a surprise fun moment. Okay. So let me riff off that. I have like a simplified, <laughs> if you don't really cook version of that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is, uh, okay, this is going to sound strange, but a bar, but a bar, not necessarily with alcohol, although, you know, that's always festive, mm -hmm. but is a bar- is this this is peanut could, butter bar. You could have a peanut butter bar, which I've done a couple of times, where you you basically change the you you have like a white chocolate peanut butter, a dark chocolate peanut butter, a cinnamon peanut butter, a chili peanut butter, and it's it's sort of a huh. spread. And you you it's it can be very romantic to try stuff and put stuff in each other's mouth, <laughs> but you'd also you don't doesn't have to be peanut butter. It could be salsa, chips mm -hmm. and salsa. Um, it could be different sorts of uh, coffee cakes or cakes or, or, mm. or confections. Mm -hmm. And again, you could buy all of this at the store. Yeah. You don't have to make it. You could make it. But I think it's, it's this idea of sharing a, sharing a selection of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get to try and experiment, um, which would be fun. Uh, not that this isn't necessarily applies to anybody in the room, but what about some, like, for people who don't necessarily care that much about food or want something, who are not they? who are they? like I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, there are people out there. Well, the first who, thing, is, sorry, yeah. the no, first no, thing was, just yeah. to mention is you know we've a lot of us have been in lockdown for over two years at this point, mm -hmm. and so those of us who've been with our partners during that time may have already tried to do some romantic moments mm. aside from Valentine. Mm -hmm. Make Valentine's Day special. Don't repeat. Right, like try and find something different than what you've than what your normal. Ro go to romance moves are right. Okay, and I think if they know if if this is if that's the situation, you probably know them to a point where you can do something sort of funny that will make them laugh, or something simple that will touch them by presenting them something that is very specific to them. That's all. It, that's all I'm saying is like a personalized, personalized. Yeah. Decorate the apartment in a way that you know will appeal to them and so for for that special day. You know, surprise them. I'm a um, fan of the 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 throw like the callback surprise like something that maybe like I don't know if you guys have had this experience but like if you're when you first start dating like those first few months like kind of that honeymoon period and you have you're kind of just like running wild and riffing off each other and what whatever yeah. thing whatever dynamic you have at the time is not necessarily what the relationship grows into mm -hmm. and a lot of times those earlier things just stay in that period of time. And I think calling back to that in some way. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like I think an easy yeah. one would be like a show that you watched, um, mm -hmm. you know, right in the early, like I showed Michael my favorite show, uh, 30 rock. And that was very early on. And we, we've been watching other things since. And then, but I think I want to like start that up again and like, Hey, let, let's, <gasps> you know, let's watch season one. You should make, Cheesy blasters. <laughs> <laughs> Take a hot dog, put it with some jack cheese, put it in a pizza. Yeah, me neither. You cheese blasters. Me neither. Thanks, me cat. <laughs> I, I think something. But, but the only thing I would say about that is I would like, that sounds like such a Trevor thing to do for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm so scared I would forget what the fuck it is. Like, that's why I wouldn't do it. I know. <laughs> he knows you. No, I, I think something. That would be part of his gift to you, not doing it. Well, if, the advantage of that is he could do anything and tell me it was something mm -hmm. in a relationship. I'll go, oh, right. <laughs> Good job. If I, so I was, if we're not trying to do too many food things, originally I was going to suggest like get some, you know, like a tube of sugar cookie dough, do like heart cut out cookies and decorate cookies i always think mm -hmm. that's kind of fun an alternate a non the non-food version of that would be go to like michael's or whichever i know a bunch of the craft shops are problematic in their uh 
political mm-hmm. ideology. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Whatever the Hobby Lobby is. That's I think the yes. worst. Yeah, that's the but worst. I feel like Michael's is bad too. Anyway. Yeah, Michael's um, isn't great. Get a bunch. I think like get a bunch of like glitter, construction paper, pipe cleaners, maybe some googly eyes, <laughs> maybe some little bedazzler Googly gems. eyes make anything cute. And do some handmade valentines mm, and really just kind of crayons. Yeah. Kind of a throwback to when, you know, like you're a kid in like first, second grade and everyone has to make valentines for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Well, here, so here's the question I have on that. So for the people who aren't in relationships, mm-hmm. how do you feel about, or how does it land having a close friend over and doing this? I think that could be fun. Is, I that, think- is that cloying or is it like, no, we, like it's too, is it too much a reminder of what you were supposed to be celebrating, but not, but trying to approximate? Hmm. Do, you, I, do you? I think it, personally, I mean, I don't know. I'm in a relationship, so it's hard for me to say, but I can see that being really fun. Galentine's I, yeah, Day. Yeah, Galentine's Day. Uh, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, you TV. should know this, Don. Yeah, it's from, from Parks and um, Rec. But I think what? Get some cheap rosé from Trader Joe's. Yeah. Pipe, go really all out pipe cleaners. Little gems, googly eyes. Yeah, and like, like you can do your thing. Uh, maybe so, watch like Bridget little, Jones or something. So like a, a crafts party, a collage party. Yeah, or whatever is interesting. Whatever your dynamic cookie is. Cookie decorating. People yeah. love cookie decorating. Cupcake decorating. I think so. For me, the the tripping point for a lot of this kind of stuff is like, I I don't know. Maybe it's laziness, or maybe it's just lack of motivation. But a lot of times, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really. But then, if I ever actually do end up doing stuff like that. It's always exponentially more fun than you think it will be. Yes. Like even if it doesn't sound that appealing, the fact that you're doing it with somebody that you're, you know, drinking, if you drink Once or you whatever, get into it, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, yeah. you can really make it. And, and the thing is you probably haven't done most of these, these things recently, if in the last 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. and that's like, just the second grade. It's yeah. Like th- <laughs> there's a kind of a fun throwback vibe to it. And seeing adults, get into arts and crafts <laughs> there is you can there is a change you can see and people just really kind of like i don't know it's nice to see that like people get in touch with their inner child and really just like get into mm-hmm. like glue sticks yeah when it gets you out of your head yeah and if you're going to do it for friends one of the things that i always love is is the surprise valentine right we're like, I know your schedule well enough to know you're going to be opening this drawer at some point today. <gasps> so there's going to be something in that drawer <laughs> that you're not expecting. This is because that, of the cameras you put in their apartment, I, right? I'm imagining the like, horse head from <laughs> Godfather. No, no, just like Don doing this. And then it's like eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> someone Happy goes into the drawer like, what the hell? It's it's like, like, I was wondering why you never mentioned the puppy I left for you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I went to like a rotted cupcake, but yeah, let's, mm. dead puppies. Let's, let's have that. On there. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. All right. Well, I think that's some ideas there. How should we? No, let's end on, on dead on? puppies. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Actually one last Always one. Always end on a downer. If you, if uh, something dorky that I did once with somebody um, was a, uh, what was it? A sexual board game. They sell them in oh. adult bookstores. Okay. And you played it or bought it for them? We played it. And uh, yeah. it was it was weird and different and memorable. Okay. You know? So if you're looking for something just out of left field, maybe. Okay. Give it a thought. Okay. I, I'd i be curious. <laughs> I think it depends on who it's with. But yeah. Well, whoever rolls doubles first is in for a great time. <laughs> that just makes me think of sex dice 
And then there was a thing in the Simpsons where it's like, they're trying to use sex and they keep getting weird things. So it's like spank hair. There's, there's one that's like whisper into ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could, you could, you could make that work. You can make that hot or at least funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. What? Oh, this is a good one for me. Uh, what is it like having a partner slash boyfriend on Valentine's day? Oh, this was like, just, I just broke my heart. It is. It's, it is, it is, it is sad. I, yeah, I think I can count on one hand or f- or maybe even one finger the number of Valentine's Days I haven't been with a partner as an adult. Uh, so I don't have a large point of comparison here. Uh, yeah. I, I want to know what Trevor thinks because, okay, so Trevor's really good at holidays and gift giving, like super good at it. And I, I mean, even if I were good at it, I wouldn't be as good and I'm not good at it. <laughs> So for me, Valentine's Day with the partners, particularly my partner is like, oh shit, what am I going to do? <laughs> shit, shit, shit. It's Monday. What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. The pressure. I, so speaking to that, so I think, I don't know, Valentine's Day for like Dan and I is interesting because I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of holidays have kind of gotten this way where it's like low stakes. I have successfully yeah. lowered your expectations well, really well. We went, <laughs> we tried to go out one year. Oh, it's awful. And it was so, it was like the worst dinner experience. Yeah. We were in the worst table in the restaurant and like it was a prefix menu that was really expensive. Everybody and hates like, it. Everybody, the waiters hate it. The owners yeah. hate it. The people and hate it. Nothing. I, we had to get, di- I like I had to get food later because nothing on the menu I really ate because it was all like seafood based and we didn't know yeah. that. Mm. Um, I I think taking, yeah, taking the pressure off of it is a really good approach. Like, so like, yeah, we talk about the listener's question. Like, what is it like? I think it can feel like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like it, it really can. I was going to say, what does it feel like to have a partner on Valentine's Day? It feels like a pain in the ass, <laughs> but you know, that's not romantic. I won't say that. Well, and, <laughs> and there's probably a difference between going to Valentine's Day date with somebody yeah. you've only been dating for a few months or whatever. But I, for me, I've never really done big Valentine's Day things. Like mm-hmm. you, so most of my relationships have been long distance and for whatever reason, almost all Valentine's days have happened separate. So like, I don't, I've always been, not always, I've usually been partnered, but not actually with anybody on Valentine's day. And I think I would have to go back to like 2015, 2014 to get back into those days. And I will say the, the best Valentine's day I had as far as like doing a thing, like a special thing, um, was, uh, an ex of mine took me on a I think I mentioned this last year too, a Marilyn Monroe tour of LA. She grew up mostly in LA. And for me at the time, that was really special because I was really into Marilyn Monroe and um, that was cool. But I think it was particularly fun because it wasn't like Trevor was saying, it's not specifically geared towards Valentine's day or like romance or dating. Like if you go to that restaurant that has Mm -hmm. the special menu and it, that just creates this sort of, environment of okay we gotta have a good time now like we're here i mean i would almost tell people not to do that never go to a restaurant for valentine's day just Mm -hmm. don't do it it'll be the most money you ever spent not having a great time i think in the same way that you don't want to over uh, just don't overthink it yeah yeah, don't overthink it really try not to i mean i remember you know before trevor and i were were together valentine's day was just like it was another date another night to have a date 
Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my, you know, I don't, I don't do one night stands just cause I'm not wired that way. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'd pick a friend that had a, I had benefits with and I'd like, Hey, do you want to go out on blob? You want to go out on Valentine's day? And they go, Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. So I've, yeah, I've, I found had that the, uh, I've had the opposite experience actually, where mm-hmm. I've asked people that like, I thought I had a, like a, an easy enough relationship with to spend real Valentine's day together yeah. and it nuked it. Like they thought oh, I was like, Oh, they thought they were yeah. Yeah. Like be inviting them to your cousin's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. They, they thought I was uh, making overtures to a long-term relationship. I think it's but, how you okay. set it up, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just, just be cautious on making sure that you're understood because yeah. I think it might suck too. If but somebody think, thought you were yeah. asking them for something more serious mm-hmm. and you were. I think the way that around, does yeah. become the overthinking it thing on their part in that case. Yeah. Like no, they you, you got to be clear. There is an expectation if you invite someone out for Valentine's day mm-hmm. where it's not, well, of course we're going that you got to be clear. Are, does this make, are we taking this to another level or is this just yeah. because it's the 14th of February or, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's for me, that's always been one of the more stressful parts of Valentine's day. Also because I've, you know, I've been, sort of treated badly by chasers for wanting to go out on Valentine's day. As we've discussed in the past, there are some chasers who are like, yeah, you know, don't apparently don't want to be seen in public with us. So, yeah, you know, so there, there are some scars attached to this holiday too. So that's fair. Be patient Mm -hmm. with yourself on Valentine's day. Um, What do you think of this idea of moving Valentine's day? Like we're going to go out the 15th. I'm, I'm very pro moving it. We're going to go, very we're going to do our Valentine's day, the 15th. Yeah. And then we, and then we really can do like anything. Taking well, the pressure and, off and fuck the 15th, September 12th. If you is want our Valentine's but I, I, day. I want it know? close enough that it yeah. is our Valentine's day, but not on the day because sure. there's just so mm-hmm. much falderall and pressure Ooh. and blah. <laughs> the day after. Cause then you can get, Bulk discounts on, on the candies. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. I, I can never find Trevor. that anymore. They're always <laughs> gone off the shelves by Valentine's Day Eve. That's because you sleep in. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what I'm going to end up doing for better or worse. Uh, Michael's flying in to visit on the 15th. And so, and, and yeah, whatever. I, I will say, to, just to get back to the listener's question, I, what is it like to have a partner or boyfriend on Valentine's Day? I, I, think, I think there are two things. One, it doesn't really have to be all that different from any other day having a partner boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it has to be all that different. And two, um, what, you know, people usually take that as an opportunity to like, you know, Oh, well I've got to do a thing. Like I've got to mm-hmm. do a thing for somebody and just keep in mind that people have very different ways of receiving affection and giving affection. Mm-hmm. And if for instance, you buy somebody flowers and you feel like that's a really romantic gesture or a way to make them feel good. Understanding that some people just don't, they don't receive gifts. It's the love languages thing. It's mm-hmm. like they don't necessarily receive gifts as, as a way of expressing love and affection. And so sometimes if you go a little bit out on a limb, like, oh, I've never gotten them flowers before, but I've, I've always wanted to, and I think it would be really romantic. And they get them and they're like, oh, cool, thanks, flowers. And they don't really <laughs> feel what you want them mm-hmm. to feel. Try, again, try not to build so much expectation on top of that, especially if maybe you're a newer couple and mm-hmm. you haven't figured that stuff out yet. Um, yeah, and just it may, if you're on the receiving end, just understanding that this is that person's expression, and and that you you know try and figure out a way to to receive it better. I think where Trevor triumphs so well at this is that you you get people really well, but you're also really artsy crafty, mm-hmm. and so when those two marry, oh my god, you're just genius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> end of podcast. Good point, Dan. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. yeah. All right. I try not to compete with that. I think also just like the 
part of that and like getting that. And I think also just like a great gift you can give to someone is being like, we are not going to do the gift thing. Sure. Yeah. It's like, I've had that with friends where it's like my gift to you is like, you don't have to get me a gift. And they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> say they're so happy being the, some people really just love giving gifts. And mm-hmm. as the person who experiences by default, a fair amount of guilt, when I receive a gift, <laughs> I, I feel like I have to have gotten them a gift. Like it, it is an interesting thing. And I have had to sort of teach myself that that's not what people mean, that they actually mm-hmm. genuinely just want to give a gift. And do you even think you should give a better gift? I, I get hung up on gifts because if I don't have the perfect gift, I won't get one for the person. Like I won't, I won't, I have to have the perfect thoughtful, but still like, it has to be emblematic of who they are and useful for them, but also make them feel something when they get it and go like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting, like it has to have all of the boxes checked or I won't right. get them something. Right. And you have to walk across a chasm blindfolded at the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like maybe that's letting like perfect get in the way of the good. Like I, but that's just, I mean, yeah. I get it. Because, get it. because giving gifts is not my, is not a love language of mine. And so it doesn't yep, come yep. naturally. Exactly. I have to, if I'm going to do it, I have to do it so well that I could never possibly experience like rejection or disappointment from that person yeah. for giving the gift. No, I, you know, I, I, I totally, I totally get that. And, and then all I have to say is, so imagine living with Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a question. That's a good, this is a good segue okay, well, too. Yeah. Okay. 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 What is the worst Valentine's day gift you could give? Uh, Peloton. Yes. Don't, don't get somebody an exercise cycle. That would no. not be good. Or I think, yeah. I think gym membership. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like one thing I think would be awesome if like someone came into my house and took out my Peloton, like that would be kind of awesome. Just replaced it with like a hat rack or something. Since that's what it's doing anyway. <laughs> or a massage chair. Oh, or a buffet. Um, or <laughs> I, so I, this, this is probably a hot take and hopefully. Uh-oh. Uh, Brace yourselves. I, I think really anything that is like super Valentine's Day-y, like anything from the Valentine's Day aisle at Walgreens, I know I have a deep, uh, I have very strong feelings about like the, like vibrating, singing, oh, heart, sure. oh, yeah. plush thing. Yeah. How about a singing, dancing bobblehead doll? Like Valentine's Day bobblehead doll? Like with I mean, I guess it depends on what the doll the, is. The withering of. look that Trevor just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't. Let's, right, let's go into specifics. What is the worst Valentine's gift you've ever received? Uh, like what, what was the most either disappointing or annoying or baffling gift? Uh, can you, do you have any specifics? I, I think, don't really have, I mean, if I have any, I've blocked them out. I think mine would be what Trevor said. Like it's not that I ever, I, um, I'm never going to take offense. Like I, yeah. I will say that like, it's never like, Oh my God, I can't believe you got me. No, it's, it's like the, what lands the least successfully and I really hope <laughs> I'm not setting myself up for failure if Michael like does this, but we've recorded the episode already. But like, like what Trevor was saying, like anything that's like super cheesy, like I can get behind cheese. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Something that's like cutesy, but something that is prepackaged, like straight out of Hallmark. Yeah, giving something cutesy yeah. as though it's a straightforward, real heartfelt gift. Yeah. Like, like I can take cutesy if it's personalized. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. it's our Absolutely. thing and you wrote it or made it by hand or like- at or, least- or take some cutesy and embellish it with your own touches. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That'd but be awesome. I'd be all over that. If it's literally just like the teddy bear 
with the generic like heart from why is a teddy bear stuffed in it? Well, okay. So let's break this down. One of these things. <laughs> it's a stuffed bear, which is like cute. Yes. Got it. But then it has a big stuffed heart that it's holding. Yeah. And like, it doesn't really, it's confusing and also weird. I will say it's like, it, it's hands are sewn to a giant heart. The, the teddy bear. I have gotten the teddy bear holding a heart gift. I think at least one or two times before. And it's a little weird because what do you do? What do you it? do with it after that? Like it's really locked into Valentine's day. Yeah, How do you, cause it's awkward to throw it away, mm-hmm. but if you don't throw it away, then you've got a teddy bear holding a heart. Like where do you put like, it? Yeah. No, hanging out in your no, apartment no. for the rest of your life. Now you're missing yeah. the difficulty here. The difficulty is not, throwing it away. It's how do you throw it away without them knowing you threw it away? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, the accurate. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the, the, something that Trevor and I, or that Trevor learned about me early on in our relationship is I don't have a lot of value for stuff. That is not my love language. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and his family is all about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like giving you anything is better than giving you nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was raised the other way around. Like if you're going to give me something, it's, it, it better be wonderful. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of, for a lot of early Christmases for Trevor's family, like I got stuff cause they didn't really know me. So it's like, here, have some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there were, a, and I remember I had a, a gift from a, a from a, a boyfriend and it was what you guys said. It was that like this callback to an earlier part of the relationship mm-hmm. that I didn't remember. Oh, <laughs> so it occurred to stuff. Well, yeah, I think if you're going to give somebody a callback gift, you, you, you better make sure that it. you're both on the same well, page mm-hmm. with it. And make sure by, by saying, Hey, remember when this happened, this is when, like, at least give them a cue. Always prime them for it. Yeah, That's don't a great set idea. Them, don't just hand it to them and say, ah! You know, and wait for them to get it. That's what happened. That's awkward. And <laughs> and and even if they do remember, like people like me and Dan, you you do need to be prompted. Like maybe at that point you remember, maybe you don't. Well, it was based on a pet name that I seldom used, but sometimes did. Okay. And yeah. so it was an it was like a a little doll of this pet name. Yeah. Oh. Was like, oh, is this oh, the seal? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Stop there. That's that's <laughs> tough. Yeah. I once I I just want to say I feel I. I really hope we didn't upset anyone with the really <laughs> ragging on the bear holding yeah, the stuffed like, cart. If it works for you, it works for you. This is just us. Yeah, let's and be absolutely some- clear. There are some people out there that oh that God. is going to be Cupid's arrow. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, the frog, like I feel like there's frogs with lips is like and, a big thing. I mean, I could see it being where like, if you haven't had a memorable mm-hmm. Valentine's day ever, if this is your first one and you really just want, like if having that experience is that much more meaningful just because you've never had it, go for oh, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let us tell you not oh, to. Oh, bear with the heart's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Oh God, I feel like there's, it's the person in the car. Like, I just kind of picture yeah. driving around. Just like veering like past the, CVS. The bear, like, like yeah. a huge bear with a heart <laughs> in the passenger seat. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like that the person in the car is always angry. They're yeah. never like <laughs> yeah. crying yeah. or disappointed. They're just like, you assholes. <laughs> He's been in LA too long. Like speeding through the yellow light. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is a very interesting question, especially for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, uh, the listener asks, what's a good movie to watch after hooking up? Do you watch it or do you go to sleep? I don't get this. <sighs> Explain it to me. Fascinating. I, I don't know that I've ever, huh? Yeah. Watching I've a movie post hookup is not normally mm-hmm. on my agenda. I could see. Well, and, and do you mean just like on your own or with I the person? I kind of like this though. Hold on. Let's break it down because 
I think what we're thinking of is like, if you're hooking up late enough in the evening, like after you've done all the things that you would have done, like maybe you do dinner, maybe you Mm -hmm. do whatever, and then you hook up and then it's like, you know, 10, 11, 12, whatever, you're probably none of us are going to be in movie watching mode. But what if you hook up so much earlier in the evening Mm -hmm. that you've taken the will they, won't they thing off the table entirely. You've skipped dinner and yeah. gone straight to dessert. And then, so and now everything that follows is such a good vibe because you, you don't have to, like, if there's any question of whether or not you were going to hook up, now you're just free to enjoy the evening. You've already, you've gotten it out of the way. And so at that point, yeah, let's watch a movie. Let's cuddle on the couch. Like, I think that could be really good vibes. I think that could be really fun. And like a, a way to switch it up where, you know, you know that whole like, like, this would only really apply to somebody who is like dating, like, you know, maybe you've done a few dates or whatever, but that like, Oh, are we, are we going to do this? If so, when is it going to be the end of the evening? Is that weird? If we've already eaten and my fine, like do it earlier, get it on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I've Dan's got a look on his face. Like because "Ah." I've I've never had, I've never had a movie and in a date, maybe, maybe going to the cinema. But that's not your thing, though. No, that, not. that is specifically not the, your thing. No, and, and I've had I've had guys over, and they're like, "Can we turn on the TV?" I'm like, "Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we turn on the TV?" <laughs> I have had this kind of experience where the, the listeners writing about more often. I've had um, the opposite, where it's like, "Oh, let's watch something." Wink, uh, like Netflix and chill. Uh-huh, I will say beforehand the mo- the worst thing I have ever watched during <laughs> a like mm-hmm. let's. Uh, like let's get sexy was uh the fourth kind i don't think i know that it's a a horror movie i assume yeah like horror movie uh fake documentary about alien abduction okay just like them really making a move on me during like a truly horrific scene in the movie (laughs) no you you can't people like in bed like the woman's (laughs) husband is like being killed in bed next to her would you go so far as to say then that a horror movie is not a good pre film yes i think there's a rule it has to be a campy horror movie. Yeah. If, yeah. if you both like horror movies, if you're going to do the whole horror movie hookup, A, I would say one you've already seen before mm-hmm. so that neither of you is sitting there like, but I want to see this. And B, campy, fun, silly, yes. over the top, not a serious horror movie at all. I'm going to say no matter what genre you're watching, don't watch a movie you want to watch when you're yeah. looking up with something. Yeah, oh, I'm a good point. Being good point. a movie guy myself and and having had this experience very few times, but it does come up where you're in the room and you actually just want to watch the movie. If you're doing like a date night thing like this or Valentine's Day, pick a movie that you either both already like, even if you haven't watched it together. Mm-hmm. I would say that's almost ideal. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did this for Valentine's Day, but Michael and I at one point did kind of a date night thing where we both, I'm sort of, showing my gay card here, but we both love Devil Wears Prada. Like love that movie. It's, 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 I could quote the whole movie. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. That's a good post hookup movie. Yeah. So that Mm -hmm. I think would be great. We both love that movie, had not watched it together yet. Oh, okay. Perfect. So you both know the movie. You want to see it. Well, and you don't know each other's reactions to it. Yeah. And you get that experience of like, oh, that's what they're into. And then like somebody starts quoting a line and you both say it together. Like you get a cute moment Mm -hmm. like that. Like, I think, yeah, Devil Wears Prada is my vote for sure. But, uh, but the reason it's your vote, though, is you both like it, but mm-hmm. had not seen it together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My vote will be um, uh, the Brady Bunch movie. Uh, <laughs> yes. I have done that as a hookup movie, mm. and it was the, it was a wonderful experience. Mm. I can see Don that. Don endorses it. I okay. can see I don't, that. I haven't seen it. What's, what, why? Uh, I am not going to say anything. Okay. Uh, either try you it, need just to watch it. it, or we will watch it. All right, it. Tuesday night. 
Michael gets here. Brady Bunch <laughs> movie is happening. I'll report the, back. The sequel is also very good. Yeah, Maybe a both, double feature. Both okay. of them are fantastic. Which is unusual. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Not, so it's I not think, an ironic I, thing. It's I think you are going to love it. I am okay. very... I You'll hope. love it. We're, yeah. we're not going to say anything more. Okay. And next, next podcast... I is No, I've never comment. watched The Brady Bunch, the show. Like, so is that... I does think that you'll matter? still Do you have an idea of what The Brady Bunch is? I know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. You'll be fine. I mean, the only thing is you'll miss the tropes. You mm-hmm. know, there'll be a statue and you'll be like, what about the statue? Like, oh my God, the statue, the statue episode. Yeah, I won't get that stuff. You won't get sure. that. Yeah. yeah. But I think you'll still appreciate it because okay. I think I think a lot of people who've seen it do not really get the, all the Brady Bunch lore. Well, I'll, all right, I'll do that. Next episode, um, uh, I'll, I'll report back and let you know. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're cruising through these, but the, we have, the, we've stacked the shortest, easiest questions first. So. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we've kind of, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I always think it's good to revisit. Yeah. Um, how do chub chasers make three ways work given different looks and tastes? I, f- I mean, not having participated in a three way before, I don't actually know, but having talked to friends of mine outside of even the show, it, I think it requires at least one person who likes both or mm-hmm. all types, like somebody who isn't locked into, or maybe doesn't require, but like, works best maybe i don't know i would go farther i think yeah. if you're not all three into each other to some degree mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be equal degrees but yeah. to some degree if the only reason you're in the three-way is to get the other guy no that's not gonna work. well and maybe even yeah. if the only reason you're in the three-way is just to have a three-way and check it off your list mm. that may not be great either and and i would also say you know because the way the the way the question is worded uh how do chub chasers make three ways work uh you know sometimes they don't and a lot of times they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say that it's not a question of making it work. I would say it's a question of it is possible that you and I guess the partner, I mean, there's two of you at some point and you're looking for a third, right? Mm-hmm. So at some point there's just two of you. It is possible that you are a disjunct set that you're not, that you and this particular other person are not going to find anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's actually not necessarily a problem mm-hmm. unless you have this rule that, no, we have to play together. Mm-hmm. Which are, in some cases, like for some couples, that's the only way they get non-monogamy is by bringing in a third. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that can be problematic if that's a rule and you also have disjunct tastes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, I know for me, like I do not want to be with two jobs. I just, that that's a management yeah. problem. <laughs> I will, so one of the things I heard uh, from a friend of mine who's, been involved in these sorts of situations was that it, it requ- for, for him, it requires uh, the, it, friendship, like being close friends mm-hmm. or partnered with everybody involved, like a, an existing degree of closeness. Intimacy. Yeah. Intimacy, mm-hmm. whatever, like that, that exists. I mean, I don't think this is necessarily real for everybody, but unless you have all three participants who are, equally invested in the idea of one night stands and then fine, whatever, go for it. And then nobody has to be that invested. Well, I mean, I can see a couple doing that, like a couple having a stable relationship and they Mm -hmm. bring in a one-off. Yeah. I I can see that. But the the ones that I've heard that have sounded the most successful are the ones where it's like, yeah, we're all three very much, we're in the community together, whether or not we're all equally attracted to the other person. It's, we all have an equal amount of intimacy existing already um, whether it's two uh, two people dating and a, a third who's a friend or a close friend, um, I, that sounds good to me. Like, like that sounds successful to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I was very lucky in that I I have had a three way experience, 
and I did not participate in the planning of it. I was kind of ambushed by it. Um, <laughs> I remember your story. About yeah, I think I've told it on the podcast. Oh before. yeah, ambush is a good word. Um, yeah, but uh, well, and mind you, this is an ambush. I have no complaints over. There's no yeah, regrets. It turned out well. Yeah, yeah, it turned out well. But in that particular situation, it was two different chasers that were good friends with each other, and they. I, I don't know what their motivation was to work together like that. I can but see it. No, I would don't like, that's my idea. It's called a pincer but movement. A, but <laughs> it was, what a, what a, honestly, what a wonderful gift. Like I remember that experience extremely fondly. Mm -hmm. um, and not just from like a sexual hijinks perspective, like um, that meant a lot to me that, you know, that two people would converge like that because of their desire to be with me. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is a gift that you give to someone else. So cool. Yeah. I like that, that, that approach, the pincer movement. I mean, chases of the world. No, I mean, that makes it sound so <laughs> manipulative, but no, I mean, I to me, that's my ideal. Like I said, I don't want to be with two chubs. Um, but like to be with another chaser, especially cause you know, you've heard Michael and I talk about chasers have so much in common and we have a sexual vibe in common, but we're not, really sexual with each other, like a dyad, mm -hmm. like a couple. And so for me, having another chaser with a chub is kind of a way to experience something that I would never normally get to experience. Yeah. And we're both into that chub. Mm -hmm. And so the chubs, you know, like, like <laughs> you report, you're lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, it was, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. And I love giving people that sort of thing. I mean, it's not the purpose behind it, but I love when that happens. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think it's like a win, win and win situation. Yeah. I can see that. I think the negotiations are always so yeah. exhausting. Mm. I also think I'm just kind of thinking of an experience that Dan and I had where someone wanted a, a kind of approached a three with us, but like really wanted to like ease into it in a way that was oh. odd <laughs> and like wanted to have like a sleepover and sleep in bed with us. We've had a couple of really back backdoor, pardon the pun maneuvers where it's like, you know, we should all have a sleepover. I'm like, what? And it was an invitation to three away. We had, mm. we had one guy who kind of just started disrobing in our living room oh, while we're all watching television. <laughs> yeah. That was an odd, that was odd. And <laughs> like, but it was our, our couch at the time was like kind of, it was broken. So it was kind of just, a, it was an odd maneuver. It was like sliding down the couch as like the shirt and shirt was going up and the pants were kind of coming down and we were just kind of watching this. Like, and I, do you what, need help? Like, yeah. Well, like, no, are you but, having a stroke? But see, I can totally understand how like, this sounds like a good idea in my yes. head. Mm -hmm. this sounds like, you know, it'll go like this and then something will happen. Oops. And then it's like a, oops, I'm, <laughs> um, but look but, at that. <laughs> but you know, it, and it sounds so much easier than actually having a conversation about it. Yeah. I've, but for something, I mean, may I having, I don't know, who knows? I could be completely wrong here, but it feels like that does kind of need to be talked about like ahead of time. <laughs> does that ever just happen organically? Like in the moment where nobody's I mean, I can imagine, I mean, here's the deal. I can imagine it happening perfectly that way. Uh -huh. And yet I can only, I think I've only seen it in porn movies. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I get. Like, is it, I, the only way I can see that happening happen is like, that way, right? <laughs> if everyone's already at least somewhat friends and everybody's kind of drinking. And or, I think that was, yeah. and I think that's was where both of these people were. Uh huh. 
It sounds like they, they imagined a degree of intimacy that wasn't quite there yet. No, though. they imagined a degree of intimacy that was there, but that did not imply sex. Mm-hmm. Because intimacy is not the same as sex. Yeah. It's involved in sex. Mm-hmm. It's an umbrella mm-hmm. that, that subsumes sex, but it's not the same. And makes it better, I would say. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah, I'm not interested in sex without intimacy. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, I, I, can, I can see where this was a completely reasonable idea on both their parts. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we were, we're only halfway through this. Uh, we got some more interesting, saucier... Not, not saucy, actually. We got, we got some complex questions coming yes. up. So this is the end of part one. We're going to have more coming up on Wednesday. But enjoy this Valentine's Day treat, a Monday episode. Who would have thought? Um, and we'll be back in a couple days with part two. 